It's Tuesday, April 20th. I'm Rudy. Vin Diesel is set to star in a movie about Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Not to be outdone, Pee Wee Herman is going to star in a movie about Solitaire. And that's the oldest masturbation joke you're going to hear all day. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. What's happening, everybody? I am Rudy Povich. This is The Long Walk to Cleveland. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Find us every day on Instagram Live. That's at Rudy underscore Povich. Let me make some adjustments here. Today on the show, pleasure, uh, excuse me, let me try that again. Pleasure circuits are so burnt out. And speaking of burnouts, happy 420, everybody. Even though I don't celebrate... I have absolutely no reason to. Even if I did smoke marijuana, I still wouldn't uh, celebrate 420. What's up to Scooter? What's up to D? Why, hello, Noah. Uh, who else we got on here? Archer, what's happening? Good to see everybody once again. Uh, even if I did, hello, Nicole. Even if I did partake in the weed, I wouldn't celebrate. Not a big fan of these people that go out and celebrate dumb holidays like National IPA Day. I love beers. Why would I ever go out and celebrate? I get why Irish people don't want to go out and celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It's like, dude, you guys do this one day out of the year. We're full-timers. This is what we do. We don't need to have one day dedicated to it. That's why I wouldn't go out and celebrate 420, even if I was a big fan of it. Which I've tried many times. Much like Bill Clinton used to say, uh, I totally tried. That's a really bad Bill Clinton. Mm, I done love that weed. Mm. Pull out that saxophone sometimes. I like to put on a little bit of jazz. Kick that blonde lady I keep in the kitchen. Kick her out. What's her name again? Hillamajee? Whatever her name is. Spark up a little bit of doobie. I tried. I tried to inhale. <laughs> Why is Bill Clinton whispering? Where is he? Is he in a library? Is he telling this? <laughs> to somebody where he might get scolded for being loud? But nonetheless, I've, I've tried many times. I just don't like the way weed sits with me. Like I've said before, microdosing a little bit of mushrooms, I'm all about. Now, if that was 421, I'd be celebrating. But for everybody who digs the 420, I think the last time I even tried marijuana, this is probably like, I don't know, 10 years ago. I had flown out to San Francisco to go see a friend of mine. Him and his uh, fiance at the time were about to get married. Huge into the weed. So there's a bunch of us who have gotten together, you know, maybe a handful of times over the years, but used to hang out all the time when we were in our uh, low 20s. So I don't know, there's probably about 10 of us sitting on this cliff in San Francisco, and it is beautiful, right over the ocean. We're on the the west side of San Francisco in Richmond District. We had been sitting around going to breweries all day, enjoying each other's company, watching some people, partaking the ganj. Just got my feet dangling over the side of this cliff, and a friend of mine says, uh, says, hey, man, uh, you want to hit off this? I was like, nah, not my thing. They said, what's, the problem? what's your problem? You, you, you get paranoid? I said, no, I just don't like the way I feel on it. I just, the second I have it, my brain goes to places I don't want it to go. I sit around and think about, you know, what it would be like if my arm were to just suddenly fall off. I don't want to enjoy it. That's not how I enjoy it. I want to relax a little bit. Like I've said, a bell curve to get to your buzz, not a straight spike, and that's what we does. So his wife says, well, I think the problem is you just haven't found your strand yet. You got to find your strand of marijuana. And once you find your strand, you figure out what works for you. Then you'd be able to partake. She said, 
when I first met, you know, I don't want to give out any names, but when I first met my husband, I didn't, uh, I didn't partake in it. And then he introduced me to this certain strand of marijuana and I became a big fan. Maybe it's the same strand you could have. I thought, well, we're in San Francisco. It's a full moon. We got our feet dangling over this cliff, the ocean below us. What better time to get super stoned with some friends than right now? So she hands me the joint. I take a hit off it. I stare at the moon. I look down at the water. I look back at my friend's wife and immediately went, Not my strand! Not my strand! The cliff's gonna fall into the water! Hang on, everybody! And then proceeded to just lay on my stomach in the middle of this park and scream, Everyone's gonna die! Get back to the road! Everybody's gonna be fine. This cliff has been here in San Francisco now for the last couple thousand years, my man. It's not gonna just suddenly fall because you're on it, but I didn't believe her. So that was the last time I had weed. It was not my strand. Uh, I then was introduced on my 40th birthday to microdosing mushrooms, and since then, things have been so much better. I'll play some Cypress Hill to that. It is 420 here, uh, not only in Minneapolis. Scooter says on Instagram Live, I had the same reaction. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like having that feeling. I don't like where my brain goes when I'm uh, in the midst of trying to get through it. It just, it, ugh, it feels terrible. That was the last time I smoked marijuana. The last time I ingested it was in an ice house on Lake of the Woods near Canada. And that put me under for almost two days. And that's why I was like, this is dumb. What, what are you doing, man? You're coming up here to fish and relax and drink some beers and listen to tunes and talk with the fellas. And you're just going to sleep the whole time because you can't, you can't handle your weed? That's dumb. Don't do it. Amanda says, I just giggle a lot. Yeah, you'd get the giggles for a short amount of time. It gets really funny for about five minutes, and then after that, it is just, it is a, ugh, it is a Johnny Depp, you know, uh, Willy Wonka-style boat ride that I just, I don't want to be on. And to any time we can stop this, I just, I want the room to stop spinning. I want to be able to move my pinky toes. <laughs> I want to be able to enjoy the rest of my day. And I'm kind of hoping that everybody uh, has a little bit of weed and chills out a little bit today. As we're all waiting on bated breath for the verdict to come in in the uh, Derek Chauvin case. Yesterday was kind of a hard day to watch. Uh, If I didn't bring it up, it would feel a little tone deaf. So, uh, yeah, today's going to be a big day. And we've been talking about it that uh, if we don't hear anything today from that jury, it is going to start looking more and more like bad things are going to happen here in Minneapolis towards, towards the end of the week. And I was thinking about it last night. I believe that he is guilty. I don't need a ton of people to sit down for hours on end and explain it to me. I've seen the video. I think he's guilty. And I think he should be found guilty. The thing I'm a little worried about is when this jury goes and they deliberate, are they going to find him guilty because they truly do believe that this guy is deserving punishment of the crime? Or are they going to do it because they don't want to watch the city burn? Because those are two different things. And for how much I want him to be found guilty, I would love it if they didn't find him guilty because they are afraid of what the public reaction is going to be. 
because that's where things start to get scary for people. And I know they don't see it that way right now because emotions are running high. But if you yourself were in that, that same seat that Derek Chauvin is in, or a loved one is in that same seat, and a jury has it in their hands, the power to be able to send that person to prison for a long time, and they do only because of what they think the public is going to think of their decision in this case, that's scary stuff, man. There really is. That's not a place we want to be. I want him to be found guilty, but because he is guilty, and not because people are afraid that there's going to be public backlash and the city's going to burn to the ground. If that's the case, you will not be able to find a hotel in a 100-mile radius of Minneapolis for a few days. I think everybody's going to get the hell out of here. That's scary stuff, man. So it is, uh, it's 10 a.m. right now on Tuesday. I'm hoping that by 5 o'clock today we get word that these guys have a decision made. Because it'll be, if it starts getting into Wednesday, mid-Wednesday, that Thursday area, whew, man, that's scary stuff. Did a little Googling last night, too, on the OJ verdict, which was, I don't know, those documentaries that came out about OJ Simpson and what he went through with the, uh, with the trial and what he did after that trial, man, it's, it's almost maddening, is it not, to just to have all that evidence, to know that, that there, is, there should not be a shadow of a doubt that this guy did it. But yet here we are. Even Saturday Night Live had a great cold open on Saturday when they talked about how uh, you can have all the evidence that you want. And they kind of spoof like a Minnesota uh, television show, television news program. You can have all the evidence that you want. It still doesn't matter. Sometimes these things come back the way you don't want it to, you know? But either way, let's get off that. I don't want to sit and talk about that all day because right now we don't have to worry about it. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Let's talk about pleasure circuits and how they are just completely 1,000% burned out on everybody nowadays. Remember when shit used to be cool? Remember when it was things would happen and you'd get super excited about it? Even the smallest little tiny things you used to freak out about. You're moving into a new apartment. You got a raise at, at, at your job, whatever it is. Everybody was, like, so excited. And now you buy a house and nobody cares. You get a new vehicle, you don't care. My sister bought a new vehicle last night. The reason I brought this up is she showed up in the driveway and uh, was like, well, what, what do you got there? She's like, I bought a new car. Oh. I mean, when you're 17 and somebody hands you a, a 1987 Toyota Corolla, you sleep in that thing for the first week. You love it. Your pleasure circuits are not burned out yet, man. You are enjoying all of the new things. But after a while, after you've kind of gone through it a few times, you get a new girlfriend, you know, you guys move in together. I don't know. It's, nothing seems exciting anymore. It's like everything is... We we used to have this delayed gratification in life. And I'm st- I still preach it to when you're raising kids, that that's how you have to raise them. Daddy, can I go to Chloe's house? Absolutely you can. Just make sure that you clean up those shoes first and you put them dishes away. It's not tough, everybody. This is really easy to bring kids up. But we used to have that delayed gratification, and it's it's really going away. Because everything is just so fast. If there's a piece of equipment that you need, or like, you know, you, you, 
you want to order you know, a shirt for the weekend and it's Wednesday, just hop online, order it, and it's to you by Thursday afternoon. You know, there's no running to the store. There's no having to go out and mow lawns and save up some cash. No, you just put it on the credit card. They send it to you. That's it. It's, wow, that's the end of it. I feel like we got to get back to that, you know? And that is why, and then the, what I had made comment to a guy I work with today, we were chatting about how you just have to keep upping the ante every single time. And I'm like, dude, this is Richard Gere's gerbil. All those years that you were, you know, getting it on with supermodels, now all of a sudden you got to pull out the plug and you got to go you got to go for broke man. That's why we have MMA fighters nowadays. Dudes are either wearing dresses or they're getting into fist fights. We just have to keep upping the ante to be able to feel anything anymore. There's no way if you've ever seen the the uh, documentary Free Solo. It's about a guy El Cap, one of the uh, most recognizable uh, landmarks in the United States. It is basically 3,000 feet up, just a 90-degree wall. And a guy scales that thing with no harnesses, no ropes, no safety, n- nothing. It's just him, a t-shirt, a pair of shoes, and he goes all the way up the damn thing in three hours. Now, a little bit in the documentary, they do allude to the fact that he may have had a, a little bit of autism going on. His father had it. So that part of his brain that produced fear just wasn't there. And I think a lot of us are getting to that point where we're having so many things happen. That dopamine comes out so often, you get so used to it, that unless you're scaling up the side of a wall or you're jumping out of a plane or you're having to get into the octagon and throw you know bare-knuckle fists at somebody else, or if this is your bag, walk through a mall dressed as an, the opposite gender... If, we all have to keep doing things to up the ante a little bit. We started thinking about our parents and like all the things that they did. I mean, dads would like get freaked out. Like they would, oh, they got to get out of town. Like the anxiety would be going just to go on a fishing trip. And nowadays, if you're not flying into Canada and they're not dropping you off with a parachute and you're, you know, spelunking into a cavern and staying there with Joe Rogan for, you know, a whole week hunting elk, it's like, eh. Whatever, dude. No big deal. Nobody cares anymore. I'd like to be able to get back to that. First and foremost, you got to put the phone down. Whatever you do, though, do not stop listening to this podcast because I swear to God, I will find you. You want you guys want to go MMA octagon style? I swear to Christ. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Every single day around 945, we go live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. Once again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.